This is Lindsay Garl. I race slingshots, and you're listening to the Four Wide Salute podcast. back to another episode of the four wide salute podcast presented by line decker racing engines go check out line decker racing engines on facebook pop that name right into your search bar you might get two results you want to make sure you click on the one that has the most recent posts unfortunately jason was uh locked out of his other page so he's trying to rebuild this back up on to our breaking news few Items to go over first, I want to touch on USAC's tire testing. So I know we had gone over this back in February and or March and even April, but I think they hit the end of the road now with this whole deal. I'm just going to refer you to USAC's Facebook page or USAC's website. There's a huge press release in regards to their formalized testing now and what they're doing going forward. You know, they sent those tires off to be tested at one facility. They all came back bad. They then took them to be retested by the same facility and two other places. The other two places that they were good. So it was a big ordeal. Guys were backing out of races. Coons pulled his wingless sprint out of the series. They've now finalized this whole process and what they're going to be doing going forward. And it gives you the breakdown of what you're going to be docked as far as points or money or whatever the case is. So there is a final conclusion. Go check that out for more detail on their website or Facebook page. It's just way too much to go into. I would need a full episode just to read you the whole thing. So moving on to USAC Midget star Kaylee Bryson, you know, first woman to ever make the A main at the Chili Bowl this past year. So she broke the news twice this past week. First piece of news was that she will make her USAC Silver Crown debut at the upcoming Silver Crown show at Port Royal in June. She will team up with Sam Pierce Racing to drive the number 26 for the three-time series winning team. Then the other news came out that she was to run the Premier Racing 410 number 21 sprint car at Lincoln Speedway yesterday. However, as we'll get into our results here shortly, that did not come to fruition. And listening to the episode, we're going to get into the possibilities. Will we see her coming up soon? So stay tuned for that. On to our results. So last Sunday, I had already gone over this with you. I'm just going to read it to you again. Baps Motor Speedway, Kevin Gobrecht Classic, Tri-Track Series event number one out of six did get rained out. All-Stars also, Wayne's Field Raceway Park in Ohio, six grand to win, also did succumb to rain last Sunday. However, USAC Silver Crown did kick off their season. The Sumar Classic Terra Hot Action Track in Indiana. Gotta give it to the guys and team that worked on putting Terra Hot Action Track, putting in all the work and updating the facility, whether it's painting walls, redoing the track, whatever the case is, they did a phenomenal job. That race was insane. I've never seen that many Silver Crown cars flip in the course of one day. Their B-Main took forever due to a lot of cautions and reds, but it made for a very exciting Sunday evening where other events were rained out. 
So I'm not going to complain about that. It was the only show on Flow, and I was glued to it the whole way. The race came down to the final few laps where Justin Grant was able to get by Jerry Coons Jr. For the win, Jerry did come home in second, and Bacon did round out the podium. It was a very entertaining race. On to Tuesday, Super Dirt kicked off their point season. Yes, in May, kicked off their point season. King of the Big Box, Bridgeport Motorsports Park down in Jersey, 7,500 to win. It did go down to this event. What a great show it was. Another five laps. I think we might have seen a different winner. Just my opinion. In the end, though, Ryan go down from his 10th starting spot, made his way to the lead as quickly as possible and rode her out from there and was beating off the rest of the field with a stick as they were trying to catch him and pass him. Stuart Friesen ended up coming home in second at Billy Pouch Jr. in third. Thursday, World of Outlaw Late Models, Dairyland Showdown, Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Wisconsin. Yes, not Mississippi. The first of a three-day show. This one went to Bobby Pierce over Stormy Scott and Mike Marler, rounding out the top three. On to our weekend events. I'm going to roll you right back into the Dairyland Showdown. Lights two and three. Friday, Superman Jonathan Davenport picking up the win over Bobby Pierce and Tyler Erb. And yes, I told you, Davenport's back. And I'm pretty sure with the weekend coming up, four days show, a lot of money on the line. I don't doubt that he doesn't take the checkered coming up this weekend. Saturday's finale, 50 grand to win. Heartbreaker for Tyler Bruning is yet to win on the tour. Leading a 50 grand to win feature with less than 10 laps to go. Gets into the rear end of a lap car. I'm not sure if he went out of brakes. The lap car broke and slowed quickly. Ended up wrecking himself with seven to go. Heartbreaker. Which did give the lead to our winner, Mike Marler, over Tyler Erb and Josh Richards with a podium. Good run for those guys. On to our World of Outlaw Sprints and USAC Sprints Weekend. Let's race two. Eldora Speedway, 10 grand to win for each division each night. Mother Nature took home the check. That whole weekend was a wash, unfortunately. Back to our late models, Lucas Oil late models. Friday, 18th annual John Bradshaw Memorial Ponderosa Speedway in Kentucky. 12,000 to win. Mother Nature won that one as well. And you'll see this is a theme. Saturday's 36th annual Ralph Latham Memorial Florence Speedway, also in Kentucky, 15 grand to win, also got rained out. Lucas Oil MLRA, Friday and Saturday Battle at the Beach Lake Ozark Speedway in Missouri, 5,000 to win Friday, 7 to win Saturday. Mother Nature won those too. Ultimate Super Elite Model Series Friday, Ronnie Brookshire Memorial Lawrence County Speedway in South Carolina. Rained out. Saturday, Lancaster Motor Speedway in South Carolina. Rained out. Comp Cam Super Dirt Series. Friday and Saturday, the Bad Boy 98 at Batesville Motor Speedway in Arkansas. You guessed it. Mother Nature won that one too. But two events going on yesterday. Their Mother Nature never reared her ugly head. Schaefer's Oil Spring National Series. 
Jimmy Thomas Memorial East Alabama Motor Speedway, 10,053 to win. Victory going to Brendan Overton over Ashton Winger and Michael Page. And the Southern All-Star Series, I-75 Speedway in Tennessee, 5,000 to win. Corey Hedgecock victorious over Mac McCarter and David Payne. On to our local events. Big Diamond, rained out. Pencan, rained out. Williams Grove, rained out. Accord, Afton, yep, rained out. US 13, rained out. But there were a few shows that were able to run, and congratulations to them because they outlaw modified victory two on the year now for Jeff Doherty. American Racer Sportsman Victory going to Del Welty. Alex Payne picking up the King of the Ring for the Hoosier Sportsman and won the Hoosier Sportsman feature. Two wins in the same night. Albany Saratoga modified victory going back to Kenny Tremont. Found his way back to victory lane. And Bam Bam Brock Pinkerest picking up the win in the Sportsman feature. Hats off to Utica Rome modified winner Matt Shepard on picking up his 50th win at the track in his career. And Peyton Talbot picking up the 602 Crate Sportsman victory. Ransomville, Matt Williamson picking up the win there. And Scott Kerwin picking up the win in the Sportsman. Can-Am, Dirt Car modified victory going to Billy Dunn. And Sportsman victory going to Tyler Corcoran. Brewerton, Larry White taking home the victory there, and Brandon Carvey picking up the Dirt Car Sportsman win as well. On Saturday, some of the same. Grandview, New Egypt, Bridgeport, Orange County, Woodhall, Port Royal, Lincoln were awash. But some did run. Fonda, victory going to Matty D. Back-to-back wins for Matty D. And this one... He picked up the lead coming through turn two of the last lap over a visiting Ryan Godown, who put his first laps ever at Fonda yesterday and almost snuck out the win. So that's off to Matty D and Brian Calabrese picking up the 602 Crate Sportsman feature. On to Fulton, Tim Sears Jr. remounting after a difficult day at Bridgeport on Tuesday, remounted with the victory at Fulton in the Modified Division and Andrew Buff in the Sportsman. Thunder Mountain, modified victory going to Ryan Jordan. Dirt Car, 358, modified victory to Shane Spoonhauer. And Dirt Car Sportsman victory to Cody Jackson. Lebanon Valley, small block modified victory going to former guest of the show, LJ Lombardo. And big block victory going to, we're going to say the White Knight, Mark Johnson. That car doesn't have a hint of dark on it, so we'll go White Knight, Mark Johnson. Airborne did run a modified show with... The victory going to Chris Raby. On to our upcoming events. Short Track Super Series North Region Tuesday. Battle of the Bullring Accord Speedway in New York. 6,000 to win. For those of you who cannot attend, that is on Flow Racing. World of Outlaw Sprints. Going into what our episodes in regards to today. Wednesday, the Gettysburg Clash. Lincoln Speedway. 10,000 to win. Friday and Saturday, the Morgan Cup, Williams Grove Speedway, 10,000 to win Friday, 12,000 to win Saturday. Those are all on Dirt Vision. All-Stars Friday, the Mace Thomas Classic, I-96 Speedway in Michigan, 8,500 to win. Saturday, the Dirt Oval at Route 66 in Illinois, 8,000 to win there. 
Let's see if former posse Kyle Reinhardt can get his back-to-back wins at the Dirt Oval at Route 66. That's where he won his first All-Star race last year. Those are on Flow Racing as well. Castrol Flow Racing Night in America. Wednesday, Spoon River Speedway in Illinois, $22,022 to win. Thursday, Lincoln Speedway, also in Illinois, $22,022 to win. Those are part of the Illinois Speed Week. And, of course, they're on Flow Racing. XR Super Series, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the Colossal 100 Weekend, the dirt track at Charlotte in North Carolina. 25 grand to win Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and a hefty 5-0, 50K to win on Saturday. And those are on the XR's, I believe it's racerxr.com. Check that out for how to purchase that event. USAC Sprints. Thursday, Lakeside Speedway in Kansas. Friday, U.S. 36 Raceway in Missouri. And Saturday's finale, I-70 Motorsports Park in Missouri as well. Those are all on Flow Racing. Those are your upcoming events. Those were your results. As always, thank you to all of our followers and subscribers. Folks, we are over 600 likes on Facebook. Give yourselves a round of applause. Like and share the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. As always, smash the five-star rating button on all podcast platforms. And big thank you to Kenny Bruce and Bill Brown and Company Inc. for the support. On to this week's episode. Something a little different for you guys this week. With the upcoming events in regards to the world of outlaw sprint cars here in Central PA, We got four dates coming up. I only gave you three here. One is the following Tuesday, so stay tuned for that. But called up my 410 sprint car expert himself and dear friend of mine, Mr. Burt Wojcik, and get into our predictions and stories coming in. And I hope you guys dig it. But something a little short this week, something a little buttoned up. Got a ton of racing coming up this week. and. We'll see what we got for you come up into next week. So on that note, as always, until next time, enjoy the show. Bill Brown and Company, located in Hamilton, New Jersey, has been in the printing and promotional products business since 1946. Current owner and proud dirt track supporter Ken Bruce has been with the company since 1987 and has continued to deliver the customer service that Bill Brown and Company has delivered since the beginning. Kenny supports dirt track racing through the sponsorship of the number 11 modified driven by Danny Heber, along with sponsorship of bonuses of Big Diamond Speedway and the Short Track Super Series, and is proud to be a sponsor of the Four Wide Salute podcast. You can reach Bill Brown and Company at 609-586-1408 or by email at kbruce at billbrowninc.com. You can also check out the promotional products on the website at www.billbrowninc.com. Outlaws are in town, starting with Wednesday at Lincoln. You know, I, of course, going back, looking at the results from last year, boy, the uh, Outlaws whipped up on the local guys as far as going into the feature went last year. 
Um, you know, and then of course we had the unfortunate circumstance where Lance ended up dead last in the feature. Well, not dead last, but pulled off after uh, starting third. What do you think we're going to see out of the guys this year? Well, I, I said to Adam a couple weeks ago on the, on our podcast, I said hustle. Mm-hmm. I said, I feel like this is the best shot for the posse in about four or five years. Like, I feel like that they have the best chance of coming out and getting some sort of a win out of this weekend. And, you know, it, it, it feels like, you know, I, with the way they performed at the all-stars over the week, over, uh, or a couple weeks ago here, when you had, um, you had March come out there get a win. You had Macri get two wins. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone looks so strong throughout the week. And, you know, it was just an absolute, uh, a, a fantastic showing by the posse. And I felt like that's the best they looked uh, in a long time. Now, you look at Lincoln itself. Danny, he has four wins down there this year already. So, you know, it's it's showing that the posse may have some form this weekend, Casey. But, I mean, this is going to be the toughest day competition they've had all year long. I'm not saying the All-Stars aren't tough. But I think this is stuff they had all year long so far. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we could see a posse sweep. I really do. Um, to your point, Danny's on fire at Lincoln, which is good. Macri has been lighting them up anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and one of those, of course, came at Lincoln. So, um, you know, and Brent Marks is on top of his game, and then of course you have to throw in Lance. I'm sure he's going to show up. And anytime he's there and that car is good, that's always a threat to win as well. And even at Lincoln, I want to say Lincoln more than than the Grove, and people might hate me for this, but I think Freddie's got a chance to upset them on Wednesday. I don't necessarily think he's going to be one of the ones that can do it on Friday and Saturday. Now, I might be wrong, but I think the local guys have a huge shot at upsetting this whole thing with the Outlaws. And... Outlaws haven't ran since when? Uh, Outlaws haven't ran since last weekend at, I think, uh, Tri-City at Hobstock. And I don't think a lot of those guys took the opportunity to go run, say, Knoxville or even come this way. But nothing was going on anyway. But they're kind of stuck. So they didn't really run anything. Any of them guys did really didn't run. Well, I mean, that's like Carson Macedo last night, who goes out and wins a Knoxville feature. Right. I mean, but he's the only really one. He's the only one, I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, and you know, you said about Freddie, you may get some hate from your Freddie comment there. I don't see the hate there. I, I think that's a good statement. Freddie's been better at Lincoln than what he has at the Grove this year. I mean, he does run pretty well at the Grove so far this year, but he's been better. It seemed like better finishes down at Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's a far-fetched statement there. It all depends. And I say this to everyone. It's about those first two laps you lay down and qualifying. And that sets your nights up. If you're going to be good or bad. Now, Lincoln, I think, can be an outlier just because how, you know, we've seen Dietrich and Freddie come from mid-pack at Lincoln multiple times. So I think they can do it at Lincoln. But Grove, more importantly, that's where your first two laps and where your luck of the draw and the dash is going to help you out. Now, on the contrary of that, the Grove has been pretty racy the last two or three weeks. Yes, it's been it very racy. And I think if we get that surface that we've had the last couple weeks here at the Grove, you may see somebody come from mid-pack and, you know, maybe uh, shock the world there on Friday or Saturday night, especially, you know, if they keep hitting uh, track prep the way they have. But, like I said, it's, you know, it's about those first two laps more at the Grove than I think at Lincoln. But Freddie, I think his time trial effort's been pretty good down Lincoln, and we'll really see what it does with the uh, with the A car, with the Eichelberg car in the time trial run here. 
Yeah, then this will be the first outlaw show with that car too. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll see. And you're right, track has been really good at the Grove the last couple of weeks. But I think everyone knows outlaws come in and they want things a certain way. So that could also throw a, a kink into that. Um, you know, Devin Borden is another one too. He had a really good showing at Lincoln last year in his own car. I think this was right after he'd never left after the ASCS stop. Mm -hmm. And now he's in a very good car in Hefner's piece. He could be one to watch out for as well. I I agree. Like I said, I think um, I would like to see, you know, what happens. Again, it goes back to qualifying. What's his qualifying effort going to be like? You know, is he going to go get a hard charger too? I mean, he showed at the Grove. He has a good speed at the Grove. I mean, he did a very good job in holding on Danny Dietrich uh, two weeks ago. I mean, and Mark Smith, too. Mark Smith gave him everything he could uh, handle two weeks ago at the Grove. And he had a great run at Lincoln uh, that same weekend. So maybe they'll find some of that uh, Hefner 27 car. That's somebody I think we can look at this weekend and, you know, say, hey, you know, he might be one that come out here and put the spoil on this party here and maybe go out and shock the world, put the Hefner car back in victory lane, uh, which we haven't seen with the Outlaws since Hotnet. You know, mm-hmm. what, what was that? Probably 28, 18, I think 18. Yeah, I think 18. 17 or 18. Yeah, I had seven. Yeah, it was either 17 or 18. And Greg went with the outlaws, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, another thing I keep looking at, too. Lincoln last year had 48 cars. Mm-hmm. Do we see that again? And we all know there's an issue with tires. Parts yeah. are the same way. And it's a midweek show, and guys are kind of picking and choosing as. But here's the thing. Wednesday, right now, look at the forecast, 72 and sunny. Oh, it looks great. That My looks answer to that is yes. We're going to get at least 40 cars at Lincoln. Lincoln's been Lincoln's been averaging over 30 cars a night. Yeah. Down they, there, Casey. They have. I, I can't see them not getting that, not getting at least 40-some cars. I refer to Lincoln as the Grandview equivalent when it comes to spring cars. Mm-hmm. They just have a very faithful following in their regulars, and there's a lot of them. It's not necessarily guys traveling here, traveling there. It's that's their home track, and that's where they like to go. That gravy, yeah. gravy does the same thing. So I think that also plays a part in that too. Yeah, it does, and I think you know that these guys, uh, they are they are true to Lincoln, as you said, you know, and we we've seen that you know on the modified side of things, and uh, but. For some reason, Lincoln's been, I don't think it's as hard as equipment as, let's say, like Port Rollers on Saturday night or the girls. So that's why guys like to go to Lincoln and have a little bit better, uh, you know, a little bit easier on equipment, a little bit better run. So I, I think, you know, it's, and plus for a lot of these teams, it's closer to them. And with the fuel bill of the way it is right now, with tires and all that stuff, and Lincoln Surface hasn't been that abrasive either. So I, I think that, you know, it's a, um, it's a good, uh, it's a good home base for a lot of these guys. And a lot of these teams there, and there's just a lot of people that feel comfortable at Lincoln. Like one guy, Billy Dietrich, he just feels more comfortable at Lincoln than anywhere else. You know, they either go up to Baps every now and then, but their car is more set up to compete at Lincoln than it is anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And do you think we see any of the All-Stars show up on Wednesday? I know they do run Friday and Saturday, but a lot of those guys were already at Knoxville this past week. Do you think any of them come back just to run Wednesday? Uh, I think one of the Peck, Peck might. Yeah. Um, that that's probably. I mean, he's been very good at Lincoln this year. Um, I, I think that's one of those that could go out and run run Lincoln on Wednesday night. Um, 
I don't know. That's, that's hard to say. Maybe you might see uh, Sam McGee's guys come in with PPM. They might come in. Uh, it's depending on how Parker's feeling. Um, you know, it, it, that's kind of a toss-up there, honestly. It all depends on, you know, what, what they're allowed to do and what their entire situation is. I mean, now, granted, the outlaws do have tires, so I'm sure guys will be hopefully will be able to stock up this weekend, you know, kind of help ease back some of this uh, tire shortage going on. But if there's one saving grace all that's going on is that the outlaws have tires. Right. Right. Yeah. So on another front, I mean, one guy I think is the one to really watch for at Lincoln, and you'll completely understand why, is Spencer Baston. He's got a win there in the Swindoll car. It's it's his kind of track. I feel, yeah, he won at Bristol, but I think his better tracks are the tighter bull ring type tracks, and Lincoln does have those characteristics. Yeah, I agree. And... You know, you, you look at what uh, what they've been doing so far here. I mean, they're, they're getting better in April. They've gotten a lot better in April um, than what they have all season long. So I, I think that, you know, it's a home race for them. It's a home race for that team, too, as well. Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're just down the road there with the short guys. And, uh, you know, I, they've been so close with the win at Lincoln. I know they would love to get a win at their home track, get a win at their hometown. And, you know, just do, you know... I think it'd be a popular win. It'd be good for that team, too. Either Jacob or Logan. Jacob's been, the qualifying effort has been better this year, but it's also um, it's kind of slacked off uh, the last couple of weeks as well. Logan, however, it's been a complete 180 from the way their season started out. You know, their season started out a little bit slow, and now they're really starting to come on board here. I think they went from 7th to 5th in the points over just the last two weeks here. Yep. Um, so, you know, that that's a team that's really coming on strong in the air. You know, picked up a win at or at uh, Bristol, CJB, and Spencer Basin, that's not a team to slouch at either because Spencer does have a win down at Lincoln with the, in the Swindell car yep. back in 2019 or no, 2020. Yep. 2020 with the Swindell car and the All Star race down there. So, you know, that's not somebody to, you know, look over either. So, both your guys coming off good weekends last weekend in Bristol, they're going to be threats this weekend too, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to your point with, with Jacob and, and Logan, Jacob has been really fast especially with qualifying very very good at qualifying and i could see him knocking one of the grove races off i really do all the history there with bobby and uh you know to get his first outlaw pa win i think that's the place to do it and logan yes has come on very very strong as of late bristol helped him a ton i think of confidence not just Mm -hmm. performance but i think confidence is there too um, you know, and then moving on to Brad Sweet, he's, you know, he's our point leader. He's only got one win, 15 top tens out of 17 starts, but he is the defending winner of the Gettysburg Clash. Yeah. And uh, just circle back real quick on yeah. the whole Logan, uh, Logan Schuhart thing there. Remember, he led a lot of the National Open last year. He led a lot of that race. Yes, he did. And then it came down to the last two laps where he got passed by Carson Macedo, who is another guy that we're going to have to look out for this weekend. So I think that it, I feel like it's going to be more Logan than Jacob this weekend, but that again, I could be wrong there, you know, but we'll see what the weekend has to bring up there. But especially at the Grove, I think Logan, they might be starting to figure that place out. Um, now, as far as you go, Brad Sweet there, you know, Lincoln's not really a track that was his style until last year. That was the best he ran. And then, um, was, I think it was Marks. He was leading most of that race. So Brent, Brent broke. And then Brad just kind of inherited the lead there for the rest of the race. So, uh, you know, Brad's Pennsylvania has not been really kind to Brad over the last couple couple of years here. Um, 
uh, it's, it's not in the Outlaws, I should say. But Lincoln, uh, you know, he got the win there last year. Um, the Grove, it's not really one of the strong suits either. So uh, this could be a weekend for somebody who is strong in Pennsylvania, like a David Gravel or Carson Macedo, to come in here and pit, rack up some very valuable points going in there, trying to chase Brad Sweet as they get ready to go back uh, on their second uh, swing throughout the country here. Yeah, and Gravel's got wins at Lincoln. He's got big wins at the Grove, and so does Macedo. Mm-hmm. And to your point, I remember the Friday night portion that he opened last year, Brad had to run the B main, had a variable bad qualifying day. So anything can happen here. And another one, too, to look at, and I'm going to focus more on Lincoln here, is Sheldon. Sheldon, that's another one. Sheldon and Baston have the similarities when it comes to track type. I think they're better on the smaller tracks. I think they're that's more of their wheelhouse than anything else. You know, and uh, I think he's another one that could sneak in here and take a win. Well, think about this too. Sheldon got a win at the Grove last year. Yes. Yep. Sheldon got a win at the Grove last year, and he also was it two years ago. He got a win at Lincoln when the Outlaws returned back to PA. Um, he got the win down at Lincoln. So, you know, he uh, Sheldon could be one there uh, to definitely see got a win. Uh, again, it's just you know where the first few laps have gone the, the start of night. His qualifying effort has gotten so much better over the last couple of years, especially this year. He's been qualifying very well. Um, it, you know, they've been running towards the front for a good bit of this year here, but the last couple of weeks they've been kind of silent. Um, so I, I would expect them maybe to kind of rebound uh, coming up here this weekend. It'd be nice to see him re- come up here rebound this weekend. Um, but another guy, you know, I don't know if they're going to hit on him or not. Where's Donny Shots in this conversation? I was coming next. You know, <laughs> the guys want everywhere, right? And... What's it going to take for him to get back on top? I think his last PA win was the Natty Open the other year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's been a while. And I honestly think at this point, you know, 10 years ago, everyone's going to boo him because he wins everywhere all the time. But I think at this point, and boos might not be as bad because it has been some time and he's not coming in here and taking all the local PA guys money all the time. So, um, no, I, he's still hanging in there at points. He's still decent amount of finishes. He just had some bad ones, which is uncharacteristic. Well, think about this too, is that, you know, we're what, we're in the first Sunday of May here and, you know, we're talking about Donnie shots, not even in top five in points right now. I mean, what, 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 what world are we living in here? That's incredible. I never thought it's, I never thought we see the day of this, uh, that Donnie shots would not be, in the top five world outlaws points come uh, the beginning of May, um, especially coming in the first PA swing. But circling back to that now, Donnie's always ran good at Lincoln. He has ran good at the Grove. You know, I think was he's in top. Uh, I want to say at least the top twenty of all time wins list at the Grove somewhere in there. I mean, he has a lot of wins there. Um, you know, as you said, the last win at the National Open a couple years ago. They run good in Pennsylvania. That that uh, TSR. Uh, Poor performance car. They really, really run strong in Pennsylvania. This could be a weekend. Donnie Shots gets up on, get back on track. And, you know, if he does get a win, I don't see him getting booed. I, no. I don't. I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm personally, I personally do like to see Donnie win. I, I, I think it's great, you know, especially when he has to go out and earn it. But, you know, if they put together a solid night. I'm not opposed to seeing a Donnie Shots win. Absolutely not. I think that'd be a, a, a good win for that team that kind of needs it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very well possible. Um, Another one to look at, too, and I don't know for sure if he's running on Maybe you know. Is Geo Selzy running the Outlaws? Geo, as far as I know, Geo will be in this weekend. Okay. Now, there's someone who has had a bit of steam behind him, 
Um, he also has a win at the Grove mm-hmm. from deep. Uh, so he can get it done too. Had some big wins in California. Again, momentum picking up. So that's another possibility as well. And I think he's ran well at Lincoln as uh, too. So I mean, that's not at Lincoln fits his style too. Yep. Yep, that's another one that could really throw a kink into things. He's not going to jumble up the point standings with the Outlaws too much. And just could be another one of them uh, asterisks, as we call them. But here's another good question, too. You know, the announcement came out that Kaylee Bryson was supposed to run the premier car this past weekend. Do we know if that's something that's happening Wednesday or was that a one off for just yesterday? That I don't know. I, I was, uh, me and Adam were talking about that uh, yesterday on our way down to the Royals game. Uh, is that if you're putting her in a time trial show, you almost are trying to see, okay, where, where is she going to be running that car? Or where is she going to be at against the field on Wednesday night? So I almost feel like that that was kind of a setup for her to come in and try and test the car out for Wednesday night. Because I thought Dominic Selzy was going to be in that car originally for Wednesday night, or Paul McMahon. Right. But now we had a rain out. So that never happened. So now mm-hmm. I can't. I, and I think everyone sees it now. The premier guys ain't going away. They're getting the itch. So they're going to, you know, they've had Paul. They've had Selzy in the car. Let's see what happens for. Um, I don't I see that car showing up on Wednesday. I think right now the driver is a big fat question mark. I I probably go with Kaylee in that car. I would. That's just my hunch. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, they were going to have her in the car on Saturday night. Right. Or to, you know, really just kind of see where she's at in the time trial effort. So I, I don't see her coming to a draw show uh, at Lincoln. I mean, I think that's. Or a know, handicap kinda, show. Or a handicap show, exactly. So I feel like that that's what's, that was kind of a setup for, for Wednesday night. So it almost sounds like. It, to me, it feels like they're setting up to just feed the wolves here on Wednesday night, see what they got. Now, here's the other one, and this is what I'm very interested to see. Jason Sides, of course, puts out the news that if someone is available to drive his car, go drive my car. If not, I will run it. I'm committed to running Outlaws. Now you're in Central PA where there's 150 sprint car drivers just off the top of my head that would take him up on that offer. So, could this be the first one that we see where... Now, someone did run his backup car or his second car at Bristol, so that doesn't count. But could we see someone hop in the 7S? Uh, I don't think it's not a real possibility. I really don't. I think that's going to be something that will probably be announced on Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon. So, who's going to be in that car? Uh, but, no, with the amount of drivers that's here in PA and the guys that be itching again, it just in the seat, uh, you know, of a car that does travel on the Outlaws. And let's be honest, it's not bad equipment with, with no. sides. It's really not. I think it's really good equipment, and you just don't see it. Because mm-hmm, exactly. there's, there's times when he times fairly well. Not great, but he, he times fairly well. Or he'll yeah. make this show without going through the B in a half-decent field. He, it, I think the equipment is there. The money's behind it. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but I'm just curious to see, you know... Is it someone that doesn't currently have a ride or someone we haven't seen a little bit? And I'm hinting towards a Monteith possibility here. It is Lincoln. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. See Brian make his return. I mean, but I, that'd I be interesting. That'd be, it would be very interesting, especially at the Tony ones there. Oh, that'd be very interesting. So, uh, you know, Lance, we talk about it. 
uh, he's got to run all three nights, right? I I would I would think so. And does he get one or more than one victory this week? You know, well, he's good everywhere. He's good everywhere. He got two nights at the Grove. It's hard to say no against what two nights ago, but <laughs> they are. I don't know if they're the same dream team right now. I just, I just feel like they lost a little bit. I mean, they're different. Uh, they're different. They definitely are. I mean, like I really thought he was going to get around Brent at some point there at the, at um, at the Grove for the All Stars, and really kind of wasn't, you know, kind of was a, a, a just a backmarker, or I would say a backmarker, but kind of a you know, a non-factor in the battle at Port between Macri and Logan. So, I mean, like, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. They, they probably will find it for one night, but I, I, if you would say Lance, if I had to pick between Lance, Marks, and Macri right now for who's leader of the posse, I would probably go with Anthony Macri if I had to go with him. I feel like Anthony Macri is better at getting at least one win over the weekend than what Lance is right now. Um, but I could be wrong with that. I feel like that, you know, they always seem to prove me wrong, but I, I don't know. I feel like they're just, they lost a step or something over the last, uh, year or so. Maybe they're just, but I mean, I mean, I hope they prove me wrong. So, you know, the positive go out, get a win, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I don't know. I, I, I think that, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, they get at least one win here. Probably, uh, probably Saturday night. They probably get a Saturday night win at the Grove. Every time the car's there, it's a factor, and everyone knows it. Regardless of, well, they haven't ran a whole lot this year. Oh, their schedule's cut back. Oh, this, oh, that. I'm sorry, but as long as Donnie is there and Davey's there and Lance is there, you cannot rule them out. No, now, you can't. it's a matter of do they, you know, when do they time? Because we know how this goes. Time trials are a pain in the ass especially at a place like the Grove where it really does make a difference when you go out. And if you get stuck by the eight ball and now you're starting seventh in your heat race, you better hope and pray that you find something. Unless you land so east at the Grove, because somehow that man can pull the worst bill possible and still go set quick time at the Grove. We've seen it time and time again. They can yeah. qualify deep in the field and they will go and somehow someplace set quick time. So, uh, that there, I don't think that's, that's a problem. But on the other side of that, Anthony Macri did be in last time trial show at the Grove. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little shocking. Yeah, it was. So there's a realm of possibility here. Um, now I do want to move on to the fourth date that we did not talk about yet of the, well, we'll call it Eastern swing. Cause it's not PA. But Bridgeport is coming up as well on Tuesday. Well, you can call it PA because literally you spit across the Delaware River and right there, right there, uh, Bridgeport. <laughs> so I don't think we see a repeat from last year. I don't think Shuhart goes back to back when it comes to Bridgeport. Um, there's too many variables in place, and I think it's Macri's to take. I really do. It's hard to bet against it. You know, how, how wide open that, that track is, I can't. I can't see it. I thought that, but then there's a man that uh, Bridgeport owes a race to, and that is a Myers Missile. Oh, true. 
Oh, oh, oh my God! Is that place? Oh him! Woo. Wow! I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting. I'm sitting next to uh, my friend uh, Paige and uh, Irvin Ventura, and we're just like looking at each other, just stunned belief that yep. you know March just. Like I thought originally ran out of fuel. I didn't realize until I went back and talked with Fudd and them that the the whole freaking rear gear exploded. Like when do you hear that? You never hear of a rear gear explode. Never. No, never. Oh my god, it was insane. But I I, I feel like it's Brent Marks. That's gonna be Brent Marks's. You know they, they this is has everything made up to be a Marks night down there Tuesday night at Bridgeport. You know, they're, they're coming off a heartbreaking loss there. Um, and that's not, that's just kind of started kind of a heartbreak trend for them. You know, they got the kind of um, redemption at the Grove, uh, the uh, Tommy. But then last week at Sharon, you know, him and Cap Henry, they have that awesome finish at the end there. And he gets uh, beat on the last lap. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't feel like they're going to let this one slip away from Casey. I feel like that this is one track they're going to go out on thir- or Tuesday night. They're going to go out and just out, they're going to sweep tonight. There's, it just has every feel to it. In my gut, anyways, that this is going to be a Brett Marks race coming up here on Tuesday night at Bridgeport. Doesn't really come down to how many laps you have on the place because they've ran four, four ten shows. Well, mm-hmm. this will be fourth, right? And yeah. I don't consider it any advantage to run in there all of them or only two of them. I don't really consider an advantage, but you know, Carson Macedo was quick time last year, finished second in the feature. There's someone to worry about too. And of course there's Macri hang around. He podium last year, but the one outlaw, I think that might sneak himself into there again, geo finished well last year, but I'll talk about Sheldon. I think that's again, I think that's one of Sheldon's type tracks. I think they, I think the track they hang the wall, they can hang the wall there like they do at Eldora, and Sheldon's very good at Eldora. I think that may play a, a part there, but I do think that some guys are going to suffer just based off of how the track is. I don't think Donnie's going to have a good night. I really don't. Gravel, meh, he might. We'll see. But yeah, I don't think it's a, a typical outlaw show when it comes to that place. It's just, it's too many variables come into play. I agree. And I, I think that, you know, Bridgeport is, it's become one of my favorite tracks to go to, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love what Doug and them have done with the place. And I, I, you know, first of all, I hate it's on Tuesday night. I hate it so much. I, if it was Wednesday night, absolutely. I go I go down there and I would sit in the traffic getting out of there until 6 in the morning. But unfortunately, I can't be in traffic until 6 in the morning on Wednesday morning or else I'd be very very late for work um <laughs> so i mean that that's the part that sucks but i will have a fire going into our vision going on tuesday night with that being said though um you know you gotta look at the guys that would be good on these high banks tracks like you said sheldon's always good uh, you know donnie he might they might do something try like an eldora setup in this thing you know and yeah. donnie's been good eldora so oh, you don't yeah. know about that what about a guy we haven't really talked about james mcfadden you know i feel like yeah, this might be a track that fits his style. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what he did up on my head last year um, with KKR, but now in that Roth car, you know, I feel like it's a track that fits his style. But it, I, I, you gotta look at a guy like Macri though too with a place like Bridgeport. Is that he has probably more laps there in a sprint car than most of these guys, any of those guys do, because he went down and ran the three sixties last year yep. with us with URC. Um, and he does, he did get the win last year at, with URC down at, uh, Bridgeport at yeah. November. So, you know, Macri, you know, that, that kid's going to be, 
he's going to be tough all weekend in Bridgeport. You know, I, it, again, it's going to go down to Marks and Macri, as I've been saying this whole phone call, is that, that those are two you have to look out for. And again, and I think that's going to be no different on um, on Tuesday night at Bridgeport. But also, you know, you said you don't feel like it's going to be Logan. I don't. I kind of disagree with that. I think, you know, they they found something there last year. And the track really, I don't think it'll change too much from what it was last year um, there. So, well, again, it's just a, we'll see what happens. That's why you run the race. But I feel like that, you know, this, again, go back to my main point, Brett Marks race. I feel like this is Brett Marks' race to lose on. Yeah. And McFadden was 12th last year. But he's another one, just like Brent Marks, it seems like Heartbreak City. How many times has he been running up front, gets a flat, or caught up in, in someone else's mess? So that's always a possibility as well. So yeah. uh, we'll see. So as we wind this down, let's get into our predictions. So I'm going to start with Lincoln. You going outlaw or are you going posse? Posse, I'm going Danny Dietrich. Without out. I have to agree. That was my pick from the beginning. Danny looks so smooth at Lincoln right now. And the track is so racy. It's all I look at their finishes every week and they give their their positions moved and it's a shit ton of spots removed in the top ten. It's awesome to see a, a ton of passing. But I think this is Danny's for the taking. I think it'll set the tone for the week too. Yeah, I, I agree too. And it, it it's been if they can get a win, if Danny and Jake can get a win down there on on uh, Wednesday night, that's going to be a massive weight off their shoulders because, you know, uh, they, they've been kind of saying, oh, you guys can't win anywhere outside of Lincoln. But, yeah, still, you don't win outside of Lincoln. You still get an outlaw show down at Lincoln. Still get a win down at an outlaw show. That's still big. You know, everyone will love you if you beat the outlaws. Um, and, you know, I feel like that. The qualifying effort has gotten better. Um, I, I feel like that, without a doubt, this is going to be Danny's Danny's race on Wednesday night. With I, if, if Posse has the best shot on Wednesday night, it's going to be Danny Dietrich. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. I do. All right, Friday night at the Grove, you going Posse, you going Outlaws? Oh, I'll listen to where I'm going <laughs> to. Might get myself in trouble. All right, here, we'll do it this way. You give me an Outlaw pick and a Posse pick. Oh, come on, where's the fun in that? All right, you want, if I got to go on my my first words out of my mouth is going to be my true pick, and that's going to be Brent Marks. Brent Marks gets, gets a win on Friday night. Okay. Out, or outlaw side of things, I'll go Invader. I'll go Geo. Okay. Okay. I'll go Invader inside the Outlaws. I'm thinking you're right on track with Brent Marks. He's looked real good, real strong this year. Even his bad days are still good. Uh, I think you're right on that. And as far as the outlaw side of thing. I got to go with a back-to-back Grove winner in Carson Macedo. That's not a bad pick. No. That 41's really good at the bigger tracks. Really good. Yeah. I mean, they they, they found something. Him and Phil have really uh, found something the last couple years or last couple weeks here. And they're they're getting better. And, you know, they can get some consistency going there. They're going to go out there and they're going to fight with Brad for this championship, I think. I mean, they're not far out. They're only 20. This could change by the weekend. I keep saying to everyone, Casey, Pennsylvania, it'll win or lose you an outlaw championship. It's going to win or lose. It's sweet. Not great in Pennsylvania. Macedo and that 41 car has been very good in Pennsylvania the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, you know, look at what Donnie did with the championships for all them years and smoking everyone. And 
it was kind of here's Donnie and here's the rest. It's no longer the case, even though he has won three in a row. It's it's a lot different. And there's some hungry, hungry guys that are chomping at the bit. Gravel's only 30 behind, too. Gravel could have the lead coming out of the weekend, and everyone's going to go, what happened? So it, it's very well possible. But Macedo, four wins on the year so far. Brad's got one. I'm thinking Macedo may come out of this with the lead. I, I think so, too. And you want my Saturday night pick? Let's do it. Uh, Saturday night, I feel like David Gravel gets a win. That's not a bad pick, either. Former I mean, he's so good at the Grove. Yeah. So good at the Grove, though. I mean, it don't matter if he's in the, the big game car and the J- JJR car. He's good at the Grove. He's very good at the Grove. He's been rubbed through the right till as one of the best drivers at the Grove over the last couple of years. Um, and that's another that's another name that we did not bring up. Does he come no. in? No. Oh no, I no, right so no, we didn't bring him up. Um oh god. There he's good here and I can't see why not. They pop up at the most random places as of late too, so it's a possibility. Unless they're running for a Knoxville Track Championship, I cannot see why Aaron Wright will not be in here this weekend. True. True. I, I, I seriously, but I, it did surprise me. They didn't come in on the all-star weekend. It did I thought they would be in during the all-star, but they weren't. Yeah. So maybe they might come. I, maybe they may not then if they weren't in for the all-stars. Knoxville throws a big kink into things. So some of them guys will run out there for points and, and that car and that car is based out of there, I believe. Yeah. So that's maybe not a possibility, but yeah, he'll show up at some point. Put in the maybe category. If he shows up. Yes. They'll definitely be here a month of money. I guarantee you they'll be here a month of money. Oh, who? Why wouldn't you? Right. Um, So who's your posse pick for Saturday? Well, I said earlier, I'd be going against myself. I didn't say it, but it's going to be Lance. Lance going to get for my probably posse pick on. I'm looking down at this hoodie I got on and it's got a 69K on it. So I cannot disagree with you on that. <laughs> Outlaw pick, I'm going Spencer Baston. That's a good one. That's a really, really good one. You know, he, we had him on the show on uh, Wednesday night. You know, he picked up the last midget win at the Grove? Really? He picked up the last midget win at the Wait, Grove. 2017. Yes, or was it or 2016 or 2017? It was one of the last midgets races. 2017, because so they had multiple nights at the Grove. It was during Eastern Storm. Thursday mm-hmm. night show was sprints and midgets, and then I believe Friday was midgets and silver crown. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes. So it would have been the Friday night portion of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think ba- was it Bacon picked up a win, and I think I think Basin picked up a win in the midgets. That sounds right. It yeah. sounds right. So that's so yeah, he's, he's got a, it. He's got a win there, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, and that again, CJB car. That's a mm-hmm. home track scenario. Although yeah. they're not, but they are. So, yeah, I think I think Basin can uh, keep the the ball rolling, the momentum in his direction after Bristol, and uh, I think he's gonna have a really successful four day swing. Yeah, uh, I I do too. On to Bridgeport Posse or Outlaw. Now, we know you're going to say posse because you're going all Brett Marks on this. 
going Brett Marks on this all Brett Marks. I told you, I told you that. I, I told you, Casey, it's going to be all Brett Marks. Listen, I said Bridgeport owes him a race. It's going to be, it's going to be on Wednesday night at, or Thursday night, or yeah, Thursday. Give me my days right. It's going to be Tuesday night at Bridgeport there without a doubt. That place owes him a race. No doubt. I'm not even picking it out on that weekend. It's going to be Brent Marks on Tuesday night. Bert is now in the ending scene of Rounders, and he has officially gone all in with the 19M. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> uh, I can't say that you might be wrong, but I... Oh, this is difficult. I'm thinking Macedo picks up maybe two out of this swing, but we never know. It's all a big mm-hmm. crapshoot. And the interesting part of this whole thing is not one of us mentioned Macri winning any of these races. <laughs> no, we didn't. And I, you know, that's funny because, you know, we were talking Macri up there. I mean, I mean, well, again, let's look at our tracks here. All right. You look at Lincoln. Who's been the hottest at Lincoln? Danny. Danny. You look at the, you look at the Grove. All right. Macri, has been better at the Grove, but not as good, I think, recently as what Brent Marks has. And, of course, how do you pick against Lance? Yep. Um, and then, as I said, uh, his probably best chance at getting an outlaw win will be Tuesday night at Bridgeport. That's probably his best chance of getting an outlaw win. But, like I said, I just, I'm just so gung-ho on the Brent Marks pick so, right now. It's just, you know, he, he, he wasn't as good at what Marks was on at the Invasion of the Posse. He just wasn't. Marks was a better car. He didn't allow traffic. Like, Macri was there, but he just couldn't close the gap on Marks. I mean, the wind just kind of fell in his lap. He picked up the lead under yellow, which is Mm -hmm. not how drivers love to gain position. So, Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind. But, look, if if this was so easy that we could predict who's going to win and they do win and it's pretty much a a given or... eh, This wouldn't be as entertaining for us as it it would be. So, um... As much as I'd love to say I'm right because it's a tough field and tough competition and there is 40 cars, I'd still like to say, yep, should have seen that coming and I completely missed it because that's just how good everyone is. So That's the beautiful part about this, Casey, is that we can look next week. We're going to look back on this and like say, well, we, you know, I didn't see that coming one bit. And that's the beautiful thing about the outlaws versus posse is that something stupid always happens. And it makes it this rivalry even better. Can you imagine doing this 30 years ago and all we talk about is Steve Pinzer? It wouldn't be that much fun. It'd be kind of boring. Oh, who won? Oh, be. Steve Kinzer did again. Kenzer. Well, you know what? That's where the Anyway But Kenzer sign came up from on the hill. Anyway But Kenzer. There it is. Yep. There it is. That's where it came from there. You know, he was so dominant, but now. It's gotten closer. Posse and Outlaws, I think, you know, now the Outlaws have had the Posse's number the last couple of years, but going into, you know, what was it, I think 2018, the Outlaws, or the Posse had the Outlaws number going in like 2017, 2018. Um, so, you know, it's been, you know, they've had their swings here. So I, I'm starting to feel like that there's enough guys in the Posse now that are getting to that level that, you know, it's not just Lance Luis having the Posse on his back right now. You know, now you're getting, you know, Danny's gotten better the last couple of years. Um, Freddie, he's making his rounds up in here now. Um, now you got names like Brent Marks, who was an outlaw a few years ago. Now he's starting to tra- he's transitioning over to being back on the posse side of things. Yes, he is posse, folks. Don't get your pains in a bunch. He is a posse member. Absolutely. Um, he is not dedicated to touring the outlaws or all-stars. He is posse. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's finally somebody's on my my side with this one here. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get about 20 Facebook arguments over that over this week. That's going to be fun. 
Um, Just bring that up. Does he have an official deal with the All-Stars or or the Outlaws that he is competing for a championship? No? Then he's possible. Exactly. Nope. Well, then that, that means Posse already has a win this year, then. Posse has a win against the Outlaws, then. Because Te- what he did, he got off the porch and went to Texas. That's technically true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. He's not touring for points or... No. Mm-mm. Posse is up 1-0 on the Outlaws. That is correct. So far this year. And, and it's not in Pennsylvania, which makes it even more interesting. Makes it even funnier. Yeah. And I can't wait to give Walker and the Outlaws all sorts of shit for that this week. Oh, B-Walks. B-Walks, I'll give him all sorts of shit for that. <laughs> oh, by the way, completely yes. off topic. Well, not really. Remember I'd asked you a question on who Kofoid had partnered up with to run the spring car? Yeah. Brenham Crouch. Crouch, okay. It is, it's Crouch's family's deal. Uh, they just revealed that 11 indie race car parts. I wonder if they're going to be in this week. God, I hope they are, because that car is beautiful. Now I got my camera back. Oh, I want to shoot that thing. Well, and here again, who's got a win already at Lincoln? Buddy Kofoid. So remember that. Michael Buddy Kofoid. That's always a possibility. I, I know. I, I'm not switching against Cedric. No, no, <laughs> I, I, can't. I, I, I can't. I'm sticking with my guns here. I'm, my gut says Danny. Go with Danny. Hey, Kofoid made me shut my mouth the night that... I ran to Hagerstown for Lucas Oil, then I stopped at Lincoln on the way back. They had, uh, I don't remember exactly what the event was, but they ran time trials that night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a Weldon Stern. Yes, Weldon Stern, yes. I think. Danny yeah. had the lead after a couple of laps, and I said to my buddy, I said, this race is over, we can leave. And here comes Baston, runs him down, passes him, and that was it, that was it. game over. So yeah, uh, I, I watched that race on Flow. Kofoid looked good. Kofoid looked very good. Yep. So that's another possibility that we could have another visitor. And one last thing, I did see a name that did run the Grove last year for this event. What fifty-seven? I think his car number was. Oh no! Um, no, he's no. You know, we didn't get we didn't get into the air one. Christopher Bell. Oh, yeah. Well, he's coming in on Tuesday night or Wednesday and Tuesday. And the other one now that has decided to start running a lot of events in the nice pink, uh, pink and purple car. I love it. Bowman, Alex Bowman. I tell you what, that boy is awesome. I He had a great run at Bridgeport. Uh, Bloomsburg, you know, he was OK at Bloomsburg. I mean, he wasn't as good as what he was at Bridgeport on Wednesday night. But, you know. I, I was so impressed with him when he came in here and, you know, just to see him like kind of go up there, work, be uh, hands on with the equipment, learn, you know, just working with the equipment there. That brought my whole respect level for him up a lot more. And I, I would not be opposed to seeing Alex Bowman get a win there. And he ran very well in Lincoln. Wait, I think he was in Lincoln, what, two weeks ago? Yes. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I mean, I think it would for last week. He didn't run bad down in Lincoln. He really didn't. Well, they're at Kansas next week, so I'm thinking our chances might be a little slim pickings here. But I feel you know, like Tuesday night, Tuesday or Wednesday and Tuesday night, we got some we got some invaders coming. I think that could happen at Lincoln. That very well could happen because it gives them plenty of time to take care of. I think we're shot in the foot on Larson here because Wednesday at Spoon River Speedway, 22,000 to win Castrol Flow Racing Night oh, in America. Oh, yes. So oh. we might see Bowman and or Bell Wednesday. I don't think we'll see him the rest of the time because USAC sprints are in Kansas Thursday, 
and in Missouri Friday, Saturday. So well, uh, Bell already did announce it will be at Lincoln and uh, yeah. Bridge, or Bridgeport. They already did announce that. That, makes, I would, that makes sense. Bowman, I would feel like that car will be in Pennsylvania to run Wednesday or to run Wednesday, Tuesday. I feel like that car is going to be out here for Wednesday, Tuesday. I feel like that. And is it, is it wrong of me to feel like, you know, that Larson might be going somewhere else that I'm not that heartbroken over it? I think the Pennsylvania fans love it because he just likes to take people's money. He does. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Larson, what he's doing. And he's showing the world that he is the best driver of our generation right now. But God damn it. Stop taking our money, bud. Stop taking our goddamn money. And I'm very happy to, that I, you know, I love, I love talking to Larson. I love his interviews. But in a way, I'm kind of happy I haven't had to talk to him at all yet this year. <laughs> Not saying I don't enjoy don't enjoy talking to him, but I kind of got in the problem with Lance a couple of years ago. What do you ask the guy when he went so damn much? What do you ask him? Yeah, well, Lance, in one respect, he'll just start telling you all kinds of secrets, which I've noticed yeah, is that's true. kind of strange, but he's an open book. But no, Larson is the same thing. Like, all them guys went through it, you know, thank the fans, thank your sponsors and... I will, I will say this about a Larson interview. A Larson interview is so detailed, and he can tell you everything about any moment of that race. Oh, yeah. It is literally is one of the most detailed interviews I will ever get, and that's why I love them so much. I love when I get to talk to Larson. And plus, they're also they're massive view, view hits. So. Oh, of course. I'm a, sl- I'm a slut for ratings. We're, so. we're all about ratings, right? <laughs> <laughs> this episode... Anything for them ratings. This episode will be titled Kyle Larson, so... We're going to get a shit ton of press. And then Kyle Larson, just kidding. As they wind it down to five seconds together and go, I didn't hear Kyle Larson. No, we just talked about him. Don't worry. Yeah, we, just, we talked about it at the, at the ass end of the show here for 20 seconds. <laughs> on that note, I think it's time to wrap this up. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, I'll be tuning in to Dirt Vision quite a bit this upcoming week. And uh, we'll see how good our picks went. Brother, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And, uh, you know, I'm a little disappointed. I won't get to see a big diamond uh, next week. I got a, I got a wedding in Delaware. Yeah, well. Uh, it's one of my best friends. I can't skip out on that. So. No, just uh, do me a favor. And when you wake up the next morning, remember how you got there. And that is how I'm leaving you. <laughs> oh, man. Anytime, buddy. You need me. Just give me a holler, man. We'll, uh, we'll uh, go have some fun as we always do. Absolutely, man. Thanks again. Always, Casey. Talk to you later, man.